Anybody who went to public school probably read the poem by Robert Frost called The Road Not Taken. This is what it says. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and sorry I could not travel both, and be one traveler long I stood, and looked down one as far as I could to where it bent in the undergrowth. Then took the other, just as just as fair, and having perhaps the better claim, because it was grassy and wanted wear, though as for that the passing there had warned them really about the same. And both that morning equally lay, and leaves no step had trod in black. Oh, I kept the first for another day, yet knowing how way leads on to way, I doubted if I should ever come back. I shall be telling this with a sigh, somewhere ages and ages hence. Two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and I, I took the one less traveled by, and that has made all the difference. Now, when we read that poem, what we took from that in school was uh, kind of the idea that it's not always best to take the road that everybody else takes. Uh, sometimes you want to take a road that's different from what's most popular, what's most common. Uh, what's better might not be what's more popular. And in the same way, we can see that with the Christian faith. And we're going to be diving into the first chapter of Colossians, verse 13, to see what that looks like in our lives, in our walks as Christians. Currently, I serve as a 7th grade guys Bible study leader at my church, and we just started doing a thing called home groups to where uh, we meet up once a week and dive into scripture with the guys, hang out, you know, eat Chick-fil-A, have fun. And uh, what me and my co-leader Daniel decided we wanted to uh, choose as what we wanted to start out with our scripture for what would be important for the mindset of a seventh grade guy is uh, the book of Colossians. And uh, for those of you who don't know, um, Colossians is a letter that Paul wrote to a church while he was actually being imprisoned for sharing the gospel. And uh, he was uh, really trying to emphasize the importance of Christ and not following anything but Christ and how Christ is what we look to for truth and for wisdom and ultimately for salvation. And so we're going to be in Colossians chapter 1, verse 13. The uh, title of the paragraph here in my Bible says, The Incomparable Christ. So this is what verse 13 says. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So that was verse 13 and verse 14. And... Um, the reason I started out this podcast with that poem and talking about the uh, the road less traveled, you know, um, I circled in my Bible the word transferred. And whenever we were having this small group with our guys and we were talking about this, uh, I kind of gave the, like an imagery of those two roads. And you have two roads that you can choose to be on. And whenever we don't have Jesus as the center of our life, we haven't put our trust in him. We don't have true faith in God. We haven't surrendered our lives to him. That road that we're going down leads to one place. And you can guess what that place is. It's a place of eternal separation from God. It's a place of hell because in that we are 
just overwhelmed with our sin. And uh, the wages of sin is what? Death. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death, and sin cannot be around God. So when we um, haven't surrendered our lives to Christ and we are living in that sin, uh, we're on one road, and that road isn't to the kingdom of heaven. That road is ultimately to hell. And um, we see here, for he rescued us from the domain of darkness. So the domain of darkness is what we're talking about here. And um, what we see here is when we begin to place our faith in Jesus Christ and accept his free gift of salvation uh, through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, we see that God transfers us to the kingdom of his beloved son. So we're on one, one road that's ultimately leading to separation from God. But whenever we put our faith in Jesus Christ, we're transferred to another road. And that road is to the kingdom of his beloved son. And so I talked about these two roads in two separate ways. So you got to think in the mindset of the seventh grade guy right here, right? So we got one road that uh, it's it's kind of bumpy. It's got some potholes. You know, there's no guardrails. There's ditches on both sides of the road. And uh, that that's the road you're going on without Christ. And uh, on this other road, you've got a paved road. You got high speed limits. You, you, you know, you can put on your cruise control. And that's what it looks like on the other road. And I asked the question to my guys. I said, why do we live the way this Bible tells us to live? And they were like, you know, given the the basic Sunday morning Christian answers, you know, because it's right, because God tells us to, you know, things like that. I was like, yeah, okay, guys, I, I understand that. And, you know, that's true. But do you really believe that in your heart? If someone were to ask you right now, why do you do this in your heart? What do you, what is your genuine answer? What is the reason that you take all of this? Is it, is it just because you were raised in a church family? Is it just because you go to Sunday and you, you want to look smart in front of your youth pastors? Like what's, what's the reason? Why are, why are we telling you to live your lives this way? Why should we trust this Bible? And nobody could give an answer at first. You know, they were thinking about it and they were like, well, if I can't give my basic, you know, Sunday morning answer, I don't, I don't really know what to say here. And so we went back into the passage here. For he rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. So in the mind of a seventh grade guy here, you're in school. You as a Christian, which mo most of our, our guys here uh, in our small group are already saved, which is just absolutely amazing we're so thankful for that um but whenever they go into their schools all of their friends the people on their teams the people in their electives the people in their classes honestly some of their teachers they see them on that bumpy road they see them you know going over those potholes and, and they're on the smooth road but they see them on these potholes these bumpy roads with no guardrails and uh death on both sides of the road and when they see that, that should break their heart because they know where that road leads. It leads to the domain of darkness. We know that when we accept Christ, we're transferred to the kingdom of his beloved son. So we may be fine sitting on our, our smooth road and say, okay, so I, I, I've got God, you know, my relationship with him is solidified. I'm, I'm cool with that. Well, what happens to the people we care about? 
are we going to let them go on that road that's more traveled? You know, the road that seems more popular, uh, the road that's accepted by the world. Are we going to be different? Are we going to be sanctified in Christ? Are we going to live lives that reflect the work of Jesus? Or are we going to be constantly doing things to please the world, to please the people around us, rather than what we know God has called us to do? And so going back to that question, why do we do, why do we live the way the Bible tells us? Whenever we're living the way that Jesus shows us and tells us to live our lives, people begin to see that paved road. They, they begin to see you, you know, driving on, on your cruise control Tesla, you know, no speed limits, going down the highway on that paved road. And they begin to think, you know what? I'm starting to see uh, where this bumpy road leads, and I don't know if I like that so much. And they say, how, how do I get to that road? I don't, I don't see a, a feeder road. I don't see an exit. Where am I supposed to go? So we see here that the way that you get to that road is not by being good, is not by uh, being nice to people, because that's the answers the, the guys were giving me. You know, we just, we got to be nice to people, and that's why we do it, because it's the right thing to do. I asked them this, can atheists do all those things? And they were like, yeah, I, you know, an atheist can do those things. An atheist can be nice. An atheist can be moral. An atheist can live a good life. An atheist can give to charity. Okay, so why do we as Christians do that? We do that because we see that we are living under the grace of God and the freedom that he gives us through the blood of Jesus Christ, that he has paid the sacrifice for our sins. So the reason that we choose to drive on that smooth road rather than the bumpy road is not because we go to church every Sunday. It's not because we were raised in a Christian home. It's because whenever we live the life that Jesus has called us to live, other people can see that and see the life that he has lined up for them. Because, uh, you know, you can, you can think about it as glasses and, uh, everybody's got a pair of glasses, right? And, uh, whenever you accept Jesus, you, you got clear lenses, you see what's ahead of you. You, you have hope in salvation and eternal relationship with God in heaven. But whenever, you know, you let the things of this world come in when you're not a Christian, when you're not saved and uh, you've got insecurities and you've got depression and you you don't know what's going to happen whenever you die, you uh, you really have no ground on why you're living. You can't find your purpose in this life, not not something that that can last forever. Um, those glasses start to get blurry. And I don't know if you've ever driven with blurry glasses, but that, that doesn't sound like a good idea, especially when there's potholes and bumps in that road with no guardrails. And it's ultimately, ultimately going to lead to death, for the wages of sin is death. And for the people that I care about, that I know are on that bumpy road, I don't want them to be separated from God forever. You know, as Christians, we're called to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. And if we truly love someone, we don't want them driving on that road. We want them driving on the smooth road with us. So through the way that Jesus calls us to live, through the way the Bible tells us to live our lives, people can see that smooth road and not necessarily go to that smooth road because what they see from us, but what they see about Jesus through us, because whenever they see that Jesus 
came to save them, to redeem them, to find those who are lost. Whenever they realize that applies to them, not just, you know, anybody, but specifically to them as well, that Jesus died for them. That's going to transfer them. They're going to take that exit. They're going to go on that smooth road. One of my guys brought up a good point. He said, honestly, it seems like a lot of people like taking the harder road. Like we see on that uh, poem that we started out with by Robert Frost. That other road that he didn't take, that that road had had more tracks in it. It was worn down more. That was the road that was taken more. Some people don't want to take the smooth road. They, they want to take the bumpy road because you know what? They've got four-wheel drive, and they think it's fun. You know, they like the bumps because, you know what, all I care about right now is having fun. I don't I don't care about all that stuff, you know, ahead. Like, all I can focus on is right now. That's not a good way of living. Like, yeah, you got suspension on your car, but your engine's going to bust. How many miles you got on that car? It's not going to last forever. You can have your fun now, but where's your soul? Where's your soul going to end up? The Bible says, what does it profit a man when he gains the whole world but loses his soul? So you you can, you, that's a possibility. You don't have to take the exit to that smooth road. You can stay on your bumpy road. You, you can hit those potholes, but that road leads to a cliff and it's going to fall right off. At the end of the day, we have to decide which road we want to drive on. Do we want to drive on the road that is more taken? It's got more traffic. You know, it seems fun. Do we do we want to live a life that pleases this world? Are we constantly going to be um, just just trying to just live in the now? You know, I'll just just have as much fun as I can while I'm here, not caring about the consequences that it leaves after. Or are you going to travel the road less taken? Are you willing to give up seeming cool, looking cool in front of other people? Are you willing to possibly lose some friends because you've gained the friend of Jesus Christ? Is that okay with you? Is that worth it? You know, if if that ultimately means that you have a forever friendship with Jesus Christ rather than a temporary friendship with uh, someone who's taking you away from him, I think that's worth it. You have to decide which road you want to drive on. You have to think about the eternal consequences rather than the temporary consequences. So my encouragement to you is whenever you're going about your everyday life and you're uh, you're seeing the certain decisions that you're making, are you making them for this world or are you making them for Jesus? And are you constantly saying no to everything that's going to separate you from the crowd or are you actually stepping away and saying, I'm okay with looking different? Because you know what? Jesus was different. <laughs> Not a lot of people looked like Jesus whenever he came in, but he changed the world. He not only changed the world, he changes us. He lives inside of us. He gives us hope. He gives us love. He gives us salvation. He gives us peace. He gives us freedom. That's the road I want to drive on. If you made it this far, I just want to say thank you for listening. 
Uh, I know it's kind of been a little bit since I've made a podcast, uh, but I'm very excited for what the future holds for this podcast. Um, Got a lot of ideas lined up. Uh, It's just amazing to see how God is working through this, um, not only in my life, but in other people's lives. Um, I'm thankful to say that we got our first subscriber, uh, someone who's actually uh, committed to paying 99 cents a month to support this podcast. Um, If that's something that you want to do through the website anchor.fm, um, you're able to do that if you want to support us. Um, so just to be hundred percent clear with y'all, any money or revenue that this podcast generates is going back to y'all or to other people. So, uh, my plan in terms of finances with this podcast is to use that money either towards giveaways, uh, towards charities or towards, uh, some sort of. Uh, mission work or evangelistic work Um, and all of that will be clearly broadcasted to all of you so if that's something that you want to be a part of um, if you have questions on how to do that you can go ahead and shoot us a dm in the instagram and uh, we'll get back to you on that but uh, we 100% appreciate uh, anybody who supports us in that way and if you can't do that totally understand totally okay but just the fact that you're listening to this and that you're putting your time and your effort into supporting this it means the world to me. Uh, share this with your friends. Um, if you have any ideas, anything that you have questions on, shoot us a DM and we would love to talk about that. And uh, once again, thank you for listening and I hope y'all have a great week.